All right. Let's, let's do this. Okay. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds Maybe More. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, is Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty good. I think I'm doing better than you, um, <laughs> <laughs> just by the sounds of it. Um, it it's Saturday. It's it's yeah. a, it's a good day. Yeah, I sorry, I had to get my coke uh, <laughs> just a little bit. I was I was waiting energy. for you to take a sip so I could stop talking at the same time um, as you were drinking. So that's how podcasting works. Um, you just kind of wait until the person is doing something, and you just mess it up somehow. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, I'm doing doing well. It's been a bit of busy week at work, and then. I went out last night and I was out a bit too long and just some regrets were made and (laughs) (laughs) um, but for the most part everything else is alright I guess we could just kind of jump right into just kind of talking about what we've been watching this week Um, I'll just get my one thing out of the way because I haven't really been watching much of anything um, except for uh, just continuing on with Dragon Ball Super um, this is my second go through of the entirety of it, and I just finished up the the arc in which a giant tournament s- starts to happen, and it's pretty fun to like see the progress there with the gods of destruction and the main characters and everything that goes into play there and knowing what it leads to i'm trying to catch little things that maybe i may have missed the first time i watched so um it's getting interesting again and i'm excited to continue on that journey so that i can eventually move on to something new other than that i haven't really watched much of anything to be honest (laughs) Okay, I noticed that there's a new new season of Castlevania out, mm-hmm. so that that's probably something I would think you would jump into soon. Then I would like to. Um, mm. I will start it from the beginning when I do jump in there, just because mm. I don't really it's, remember it's been too a much. Yeah, uh, I pretty much just remember season one. Yeah, I think that's the thing that that I I am somewhere in the middle of season two and I don't really remember what happens. I should probably start over on at least season two if I start rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but something I did jump back into is there's a volume two out of Death, Love, and Robots. I don't I feel know. Feel like I ha- watched that one. Yeah, I, I think you have. I think we talked about when you watched it. Um, mm-hmm. It's basically you know. Uh, it, it's it's small short episodes. I think the longest long is like uh, twenty minutes, but and the shortest one is like what ten minutes, something like that, eight mm-hmm. minutes. Um, it's like different stories, small short stories, and they're all animated, and they can be animated in different styles and things like that. The first volume was amazing. It was so good. That was like eighteen episodes, um, and I just I really 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 just loved it. I enjoyed it. It was so good. Volume two is more of the same um it's still good uh but i I felt like i was a little bit underwhelmed with it and Mm. i'm not sure if it's because 
that you know when I when I saw the first volume, I was like, I didn't know what what I was watching. It just looked cool, and and I think that the second one is just more of the same, which which is still cool. Um, but but yeah, I I didn't feel like I enjoyed the second one as much as I did the first one. Oh, and there's only eight episodes now instead of eighteen. So okay, it's it's a it's way shorter. I think I did spend a few evenings when I watched volume one. Where here I just watched watched all of them in one go. It was basically like because they're so so short. It's almost like it's one normal episode or something. Yeah, I uh, think I remember um, one of the stories in like the original one, uh, the first season was was that the one where there was like a murder across the street from the from the person who's in their room or something and they witness it and they're like reliving the day over and over and they're like trying to stop it or solve the mystery of it or something like that that might have been it's been a while i don't really remember them that well but what i do think is with the new one as well oh hello there um what i do uh every time uh, (laughs) yeah what i do like about the new one oh what uh, something that's cool about the new one is that a lot of the story is something where I'm like, I saw one more. It's like a cool concept, it's a cool idea, or just a cool story. Mm-hmm. So I would love to just know more about it. Um, so it's also sort of like a shame that you know that it's an anthology and you probably will never get more yeah. information about that specific universe. But there's some cool ideas in there. Um, so yeah, that's what I watched. Awesome. Uh, I've actually been having a conscious effort to like play games this week um all of the games that i played i maybe put about an hour or two into and that's pretty much it um and the first one is it's a lot of a game. games with s are you like doing that in some sort of alphabetical order or i did not intend to it's just a happy <laughs> um, a happy landing there but no this this first game that i'm going to talk about is a game that a lot of people really liked when it first came out. Um, it got a lot of comparisons to games like Batman Arkham Knight, and it has a system in there that a lot of people were really um, enthralled with. And the game is Shadow of Mordor, um, and the system that they have in place there that's a little bit different and unique compared to other games is that um, throughout throughout the world of the game there are these orc captains and urukai captains and um, they all have special abilities and tendencies and things like that and as you kill them or they kill you they either um, grow in power if they beat you and or they create a vacuum of power if you defeat them and you may have like another like orc captain or something take that one's place if you leave that area for too long or um or you end up dying to an orc within that area their power may grow um i gave it a couple hours and i'm i need to give it more time but i'm not quite enjoying it too much um i am having map issues mainly i open up the map and i see things and it, it's starting to get that that Assassin's Creed vibe for me, where like <laughs> the Ubisoft, where you just open those giant maps and you know that there's just going to be a lot of things that are going on. Um, maybe I just need to settle into it, and hopefully it doesn't get too egregious. But it was a bit of of a turn off when I started doing that type of stuff. Uh, combat feels okay. It is a bit dated now um, compared to when it first came out, but it's okay. I don't mind it. Um, 
yeah, I'll definitely be giving this one a little bit more time to try to get into it. I think I'm going to try to get at least about 10 hours or so before I put it down, just so I can yeah. really give it its go. It's one of those games where I'm like, I have it, never got around to jump into it, but I've heard lots of good uh, things about it. So it's one of those games where I'm like, I want to try it at some point. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Selena, Selena likes it. Um, she has played it before. She got a little bit excited when she saw me loading it up. Mm. So um, I have to I have to give it some time. Hopefully it'll uh, rub off a little bit better. Maybe. So I, I actually finally got around to finish a game. Nice. That doesn't happen too often. <laughs> I, I, I finished Watch Dogs Legion. I went back into it and were like, let's just get this over and done with. Um, just to see where, where the story goes. And I had, I had to admit that those reviews that came out that it was a little bit difficult because you didn't have like a, a specific person. So mm-hmm. it didn't feel as personal. You, you didn't feel personally invested into the story. And I think in the beginning I was like, yeah, no, I think it works quite well actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I actually got to the end, I'm like, yeah, no, I actually agree that I do, I, I do feel like, especially because I went back and, and played the first uh, game a little bit at some point where, you know, it's a very personal story and yeah. it's, 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 I, I still think that's the best one in the series is the first one um so yeah so, so i was sort of disappointed with the with the um, uh, uh story and, and and how everything sort of turned out um i have to admit i, I don't really fully know what was going on all the time uh, so that, that's never a good thing um so yeah i i i still do think that the first game is the best one. The second game is the second best one, and this one is definitely the worst one in 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 the series. Not that it's a bad game. I think that's yeah. the, the gameplay is still fun. Uh, if you if you like the other Watch Dogs games, you'll probably like this um, uh, quite a bit. The only thing is that you know you start. The amount of things you can hack is, is getting so much that sometimes it's a little bit easy, some of the stuff. When you can just hijack a cargo drone and then just fly to the top of the building instead of having to run through the level. I mean, then it, it gets a little bit, you know. I mean, I do that all the time. I'm just walking down the street and I just hijack drones and stuff with my cell phone. No big deal. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think one of my big complaints is the models of all the characters um, mm-hmm. because everything looks the same even though that you know sure you, you can you can um, switch out you know clothes and stuff like that but but besides that all the character models look the same and mm-hmm. I think that's a shame when one of the points of this game's it's a legion. You're creating a legion. You're creating. You need to have a lot of you know characters to play with and people to play with. And then when they all look pretty much the same, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of defeats the purpose. Why then not just have one? You know, or, or maybe just a few, few select uh, uh, you know characters to play with mm-hmm. instead. Um, but I do like that they're trying to push the boundary of the game um, and and just game development in, in, in general. So I think I said it already before in one of the, the, the previous shows that, you know, I like the idea behind and what they're doing and I'm looking forward to them implementing it the next time now with all the knowledge that, and experience they've gathered. I've still only ever played the first one. Mm. Um, I never jumped into the second one for whatever reason. I think I have it somewhere. Maybe I don't have it. Maybe that's why I haven't played it. But... 
I still yeah. need to jump into the second one. The second one is good. I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, but I, I think the story is not as good as the first one, but it's still it's still it's it's better than this one. <laughs> okay. So much for sure. So. All right. Um, jumping down the Star Wars path as per usual. Do um, <laughs> you I like just, Star Wars? Yeah, and oh. I was really trying to figure out more Star Wars stuff to play, and. I ended up landing on Star Wars Empire at War, which is a Star Wars RTS game from a few years back. Um, I think I have like the gold edition or something. And this game's a lot of fun. Um, it's definitely dated in terms of like some of the things that you have to do and its controls and things along that nature. But if you like RTS games, then I mean, Star Wars Empire at War is probably a great game for you to go ahead and try out. Um, I was torn between this one and there was another one called uh, Star Wars Galactic Republic or something like that. Um, And when I was looking at it, the Galactic Republic one is essentially Age of Empires 2 with the Star Wars skin. Hmm. Uh, that's pretty much what it was, and I was that's like, "That's not mm. a bad thing." No, it's not. But at the same time, like even going back to Age of Empires two right now, sometimes it's still pretty difficult because it is so much older. And I'm just like, mm, "Am I in the mood to go down that route?" Because <laughs> I can go down the route, but I just have to really be in that in that mood. Like it's almost like trying to go back and play the original StarCraft. Um, I have to be prepared to go down that route. Just like mm. if I want to play Warcraft 3, as good as the game is, it's not one of those games that I could just pick up and just go ahead and play. It's like, mm. nope, I need to mentally and physically prepare myself for whatever <laughs> may come the way. So, um, Star Wars Empire at War, for all of the RTS people out there, go ahead and check it out. You get to control heroes and see Darth Vader doing battle with things on the ground. Um, all the giant um, machinery and Things like that, ATATs and hmm. and stuff like that. You go ahead and use those. It's I, it's a good time. I did try it out because you recommended it to me, and and I did. I, I, it does feel a little bit dated to me, but it mm-hmm. was definitely enjoyable. And if you're a Star Wars fan, then then you might enjoy it a lot. That's so the problem it, with a lot of um. If you're if you're an RTS fan, what are modern RTSs that you play? Like, there's not really too many. That, like, oh, all the modern RTSs that are out there, Michael, that are good. <laughs> all of them. I mean, there's like Total War, you know, you got Total War Warhammer and all of that, and you got the third game coming out in that series soon. So it's good uh, on that front. But then also, like, if you're a fan of, like, like, StarCraft, you don't have a lot of games these days that have, like, that feel to it. Like, a bit more faster pace. Like, Total War is not as fast paced as that. Like, it's just a little bit of a different feel. So, um, go ahead and give it a try if you don't mind. A little bit of an older RTS game. Um, it runs really well on modern systems. So, no issues there. Okay. I turned into something. I, I was randomly just watching YouTube videos about <laughs> games. And I, I, I fell over this one called Surviving the Aftermath. Uh, I don't know if you've checked it out, Mike. I've basically... never even heard of it. No, basically it's like a base building sort of thing. It's not an RTS per se, but you you do build. It's basically there's been some kind of dis- disaster, like of of I don't know, maybe maybe it's been a, a nuclear war or something like that, and this is like the aftermath. So you have you you build up a camp 
then you invite some survivors um and then you you know you then you, you try to you know grow food you tr you try to get clean water sometimes there will be like a a, a nuclear water uh, rain thingy going on rainstorm um so then right. then they get sick you 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 know <laughs> your people get sick so you need to 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 uh um heal them uh treat them um, and then there's also like a, a world aspect to it where you can send out some, you have like the normal uh, uh, people who live there and then you also have like specialist um, uh, characters that you can send out into the world where you can go out and, and scavenge or you can uh, uh, send them to fight other uh, mm -hmm. communities and stuff like that so yeah it, it, it's still an open what's it called open alpha that's not what it's called it's early uh, access early access yeah it's still in early access um but it's 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 quite fun um spent a few hours in it so far and i can definitely see me jump in and do more stuff like uh in in, in it um it seemed seemed pretty cool um so so yeah yeah i i always like these type of games like they're not quite city builders, but they're more of like um, like a civilization management style. Hmm. Um, and then, do you go through like ages or anything like that? Like, do you unlock? Uh, I don't. Different technologies. And I mean, you. I don't think you go through ages, but you do unlock. You know, you start out with very basic stuff where your people live in tents, mm -hmm. basically. Um, and then as you as you unlock more uh, t technology, you upgrade them to houses. You get you know water uh, treatment facilities. Mm -hmm. You get power um, and and stuff like that. So so okay. uh, I think in the beginning you start out with just fishing. That 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 you you people are just normally fishing and then they, they upgrade to like a, a, a fish plant thingy where you know you, you, you artificially make waves so the fish can you know move inside of it and then you, you fish them mm -hmm. up that way and stuff like that so, okay. so yeah so you do pro uh, there is a progression um, and I haven't I've, I've gotten you know there's like four or five maybe six different trees of technology you can go through and, and I've, I've not even got gotten halfway through any of them so, okay. so yeah lots of stuff to do and yeah it, it's pretty good fun yeah it kind of reminds me of a different take on um i don't know if you ever played it but there was um, a game kind of like this it was called Frostpunk, i think it was and i think I've, i think it's on my wish list <laughs> yeah it was um that game is pretty cool it's pretty in-depth um essentially you are in an area that is you're just surrounded by frozen tundra and giant snowstorms and things along that nature and your job is to expand this tower that everyone like in your civilization is existing within and as you expand the tower and you continue to unlock new technologies for it you have to make difficult decisions for your community um because everyone has to work including the children so you have to be the person that says like okay do i make the children work and we get everything actually done or do i not make them work and have everyone else have to work extra and then they start getting more fatigued and more accident prone and things along that nature so it's a really cool idea of let's really put people in the situation and give them the tools of like hey you could do child labor 
but there's pros and cons to doing child labor like and there are certain cases where you have to simply because it's a necessity for life to exist and you're like slowly making your way through the snow to expand certain things and dealing with the severe cold as you build your tower so yeah, I mean, I haven't tried it myself, but it, I, I'm pretty sure it's on my wish list, or, or maybe it's uh, maybe I've seen it in one of the Steam queues, something like that. I've definitely seen it before, but I haven't, haven't actually gotten gotten around to to jump into it. Yep, if you don't mind the learning curves of these style of games, I think they're really fun once you get past uh, those initial like, okay, let me get through this tutorial because it mm. is quite a bit in most of them. Yeah, I think what I liked about Surviving the Aftermath is that it does seem like it has a lot of different things that you 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 will have to learn over time, but that mm-hmm. it, it seemed pretty easy to jump into. Um, That's that good, because a lot of these games are very front-loaded. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there was a few things of like, how the hell do I do that? Uh, where I'm like, when I found out, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so straightforward! Why didn't I realize that this was how to do it?" But, <laughs> but yeah, but but overall, I think it it felt fairly easy to jump into. Um, that being said, I did watch like a YouTube video where someone was playing the game, so obviously I did pick up a few things that he was doing as well. So, mm-hmm. um, but but overall, it, it 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 didn't feel like I was like, um, you know, over my head or anything when I jumped okay. into it. Alright, well, a game that I never feel like I'm getting over my head in is SWOTOR, Star Wars, The Old Republic. (laughs) I jumped in on my character again and just did a few more missions. Um, I am in the Knights of the Eternal Empire or Eternal Throne um, episode currently. And it's still, every time I say it, it's still a lot of fun. I still love it. Still love Star Wars MMO. Um, Who would have thought? It's just a good time. Uh, It is. I love the role-playing aspects that are in there. I love the current story. It's always been... It's always been a weird dynamic in SWOTOR, where when it first came out, it was definitely more like a a World of Warcraft-style MMO, where uh, you had all these different planets and different factions, and you're kind of going along individual paths that eventually lead to something. While once the Knights of the Eternal Throne... And all that started coming out, they started making it more of a single story for every character. Mm. And the only thing that really changed was your reactions and interactions with the um, NPCs. So, and then, you, as you know, the most recent expansion, Onslaught, changed that again. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a narrative that like everyone was kind of going along a single track. And it's hit or miss for certain people. But for me, I think they they actually do both pretty well. And I like the switch up of suddenly doing this. It is my first time doing this story with like a non Jedi slash Sith character. Mm. Like I'm actually doing it as a smuggler. So I'm pretty interested because it's always easy to incorporate like an emperor style person. And then you taking this place of authority as a Jedi or a Sith. Because mm. it's like, I have a lightsaber, I am everything, bow down to me. But now I'm just a, I'm, I'm a smuggler. So <laughs> it's just like, how do I, as a smuggler, end up at the top of the food chain? Like, it's just interesting, and I can't wait to kind of see um, how the story feels. Because I already know the end result, but I want to see mm. how it feels to get there as this character. Yeah. 
I mean, I think I mean I can I, I think I liked both. I think I, I actually kind of did enjoy the the whole does does one way through it, mm-hmm. like one one storyline. Um, but I can also see why some people might be upset because you've had this you had had this ge- awesome game where every class has specific stories tied to them, and then all of a sudden you go into this where everything is like lin- linear. Well. Yeah, more linear, mm-hmm. and and all all the characters has the same story, you know, all the classes have the same story. So it's, I mean, I can understand why people might be a bit upset about it, but I actually have to admit that I really, really enjoyed that storyline and, and that whole aspect to it. Um, so yeah, so it, it's a little bit hit, hit or miss for some people, and and but that's it's it's still just such a good game. It's it, it's yep. amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. really, really loving it. Uh, another game that is great is World of Warcraft. Um, yes, 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 yes. Um, we were late starting because somebody <laughs> was still playing World of Warcraft instead of doing was, his duties. I was in a battleground that was going really slow, but we won. <laughs> we won nice. for a change. Yeah, that's all that's important. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've jumped in, back into World of Warcraft um, quite a bit. Uh, I leveled my warlock, who was already level fifty, so it's only ten levels or only ten levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have this I have this idea that I might switch to my warlock uh, or to the warlock um, in for the next tier. So that's why I've been playing it uh, quite okay. a bit. And um, to be fair, I haven't really. I felt feel like I've just been playing the game. I haven't really done too much, and I'm almost at item level two hundred, mm-hmm. um, which is like normal raiding gear esque. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've basically just been playing the game. Um, I'm, all, I'm I'm at, at renowned level forty already, and and all these things. So the catch up mechanics for this expansion is quite good, um, all things considered. And so I've basically just been, you know, with the gears. You, you know, you get the, from your covenant, you get the sets, mm-hmm. um, and you can upgrade them to level to I level 100, 197, I think. Um, so I've just been doing that with, the, with a few pieces and then I've been PvPing and I've, those items you can also upgrade and then I've been doing dungeons and, and, and looking for raid so I've just been doing a little bit of everything um, and yeah now, now I'm just now I'm there I, I, I this week jumped started jumping into to mythic plus mm-hmm. um, it, it's mythic week so you need to do four four dungeons so I did four mythic plus because that also means that I get the the chest on on Wednesday uh, so yeah so basically just been been doing doing my thing um, nice. and another reason why I jumped back into world of Warcraft is because I'm, I'm still watching critical role and it's just so it, it it's just a good combo because you know World of Warcraft don't always have to pay super much attention so I can watch Critical World at the same time. Uh, I'm up to episode forty eight, um, so I'm almost there. Only only like hundred and twenty episodes to go or something like that. So nice. <laughs> it be a couple hours. It's it's a few hours, um, but yeah, still still really much enjoying it. I, I love that every time that you know they go out of, in some direction, and then at some you start just about when you start to feel like all right, I had enough of where this direction is going. Then they switch it up and go somewhere else and do something else. So I feel like they're they're quite good at balance, balancing everything that mm-hmm. they're doing at the moment, uh, and I just I'm just so. 
it's just so amazing to see how much they actually get to do in four hours. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how do I get to that point where we can <laughs> do this much in four hours? Uh, or how do we get to this point? Um, but, but yeah, no, really, really enjoying it. it. It's so good. And every time you're like, all right, now it's a quiet moment. What, what, what can, what can go wrong or, or what, 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 what can happen now? And then, you know, then you, break into one of the characters' backstories and, and someone starts cutting onion in the kitchen or whatever and, mm-hmm. and you know, things just happen. So, no, it, it's so good. Really, really enjoying it. Nice. Um, on the World of Warcraft front, my mm-hmm. archer is almost a level 50. Mm. <laughs> um, my archer that's been in the Your loop. Hunter. Yeah, um, yeah, my hunter. I don't know why I said archer. Because um, <laughs> you were on critical role stuff, so D&D. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, my hunter is almost level 50. Still kind of leveling occasionally, jumping in there. Um, Can't wait to get that hunter all the way up to 60. And um, this past Wednesday, we did the the three heroic bosses to get the piece of gear in in the vault. But also, we got as a guild the achievement for Glory of the Nathria Raider. Ooh, you got a mount. Yes, got a new mount. We did it all. Um, I was really... it was. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's amazing how even now, like, one normal mode is ridiculously easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, when they when you're trying to do certain things, there's still some, some difficulty thrown in there. Um, I think... We had to mess around with one of the strats because um, Sire Denathrius, his achievement is everyone needs to, I think, like completely clear all of their stacks um, mm-hmm. in that first phase of the fight. And initially we had tried to just do it where everyone got hit every single time. Oof. And we're like, oh, we'll just nuke all the ads, right? And that mm-hmm. wasn't an issue. The ads were not the issue. It was just like, as you get hit, you get hit by a percentage based on how many people have the same stacks as you. Mm-hmm. So the damage gets higher and higher and higher. So by yeah. the fifth one, we all just got like one shot, even on normal mode, yep. except for a few people. So uh, it was pretty fun, but it was just a fun night, just kind of hanging out. Everybody just doing a little banter, just kind of talking trash to each other, making jokes, talking about books and things like that. Um, it was a good time, and I'm happy to have that achievement. I think it's the first time that I have all of the the raid achievements for oh, something well. like that. So, well done. Cool. Congrats. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it is fun how the achievements sometimes can just change up a tactic so much. <laughs> God. But in a good way. So. Yeah. All right. Well, yep. that's so it. So how how, how no. far are you how far are you in critical role? Did, I'm did, still you... exactly where I've been since the start of this conversation 8 months okay. ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you haven't continued. No, um like you said, like you do it while you play World of Warcraft, but for the most part, I don't play too much World of Warcraft during the week and when I am, I'm on comms with other people. Mm. So I don't really have the Second screen being used for that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's actually what is a forty-eight. So I'm actually ninety episodes behind on only ninety. So only, you know, only. Okay. I'm I'm slowly getting there. But I mean, they do a new recording every week, so you know, it's still going on. So technically, I'm, I'm you know, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm roughly watching an episode a day, roughly. 
Eventually so, you might get there. Yeah, I mean, with this, if I watch one a day, then that would be 90 days, so three months from now. So Yes, and then they'll have a few more that you'll have to catch oh, up they, on. Yeah, that's true. So probably four months then or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's only if you stick to one a day. I mean, on a weekend yeah. you might be able to get two a day, depending on what you're doing. It it you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, it it is the weekend. The thing is that you know with with the lockdown and everything, still stuff has still not opened up over here like mm-hmm. completely. It is definitely possible to do more things outside, but you need to have, get tested beforehand and stuff like that if you want to actually go do stuff. Mm-hmm. So we still don't get get out and do much uh, besides going to you know the, the grocery store and whatever. So you're not wrong. You could totally do two, two, you know, in a day. Maybe even two and a half if you really, really want to. <laughs> it's it's such a weird time on like the whole pandemic front, right? Like we have mm. um, different parts of the world are now on different phases of things. Like mm. um, I just remember for the longest, like just everybody was locked down. Now, like I'm starting to see pictures of at least in the in the United States. It's uh, depending on your state it's a huge difference um Mm. i see some places that look as if like the pandemic never happened um and it's like it's whatever you know like um if i guess if the cases are low there then i guess they're allowed to do that like i'm in california and they're very strict over here still um we've kind of had the strictest restrictions in the nation Hmm. Um, since like we had a huge outbreak early early on, so we've had the strictest, and it still hasn't loosened up to like that degree. Hmm. But there are signals that it's going to happen, and even talking with friends and things like that, some people are for it, some people are against it. Um, and the way I see it is that it's um, as long as the science says that it's okay, like. That's kind of what we've been waiting for, right? Is the final go-ahead to be like, yes, the science is showing that it's good. Mm. Um, I still think that some people will continue to mask up regardless. Um, and that's okay, too. Like, if that's your yeah. prerogative, like, go ahead. I'm not going to I'm not gonna care either way. Like, do, mm. do whatever makes you feel safe. Like, yeah, exactly. Do, and do what you feel so you feel so safe, but also remember, you know, feel safe on behalf of others as well yeah, yeah, yeah. i think it's very important um but yeah but i think over here it's not like you know we're in may now originally we were supposed to be done in june mm-hmm. uh with the vaccinations but because of the you know uh, johnson and johnson is, is having you know have the potential to, to give uh, what is it called the um, blood clots yeah so that so so the danish government has has this policy where they are not if there's just the smallest risk of, of losing life then they won't go for it so mm. we, we so we're actually saying no to the johnson and johnson over here we're also saying no to the uk one uh, astrazeneca uh, because it has the same issues mm-hmm. um so so that has postponed everything to August. Um, but I'm still like, August is not that far away. So, you know, yeah, we're, all, we, we're almost there. We're almost there. And, and to be honest, f- me as a, uh, as a person, I'm like, you know what? If you do whatever you can to save lives, that that's, I think, that's mm-hmm. that's what we need to do in a situation like that. So, so yeah. Anyway, I think that, that that's probably the most political we will we'll be getting on this podcast. No, there were no politicals. <laughs> if anything, we were getting sciencey. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, last week, one of the reasons why Marty can't watch even more Critical Role is because we actually have, as always, our own campaign going on for Dungeons and Dragons, and it, it was true. another fun one. Um, some interesting things are happening. Ooh. How was it? Let me know. All the details. Spill the beans. Did you enjoy it? Yes, um, I mean, I, I pretty much almost always enjoy it. Um, it's it's very difficult for me not to enjoy Dungeons & Dragons, unless like the group is something that I don't meld with. Mm. But this last week, we were continuing on our way. I think we did a little bit of combat. Um, we did some role-playing because we found a group of dwarvish-like individuals, mm-hmm. and they were searching the same area that we were. We got to attack, or we got into a fight with some, uh, what was it? Was it like a, a warlock? Or, oh, a fiend! We got, yes, yeah, it was a, a fiend. Su- a succubus. Yes, a succubus, and um, we tried some things that didn't work very well, and it was looking like it, it was going to get a bit rough, Hmm. But um So I have a I have a question for you. Yeah. Because you were you were at some point uh fighting with an animated armor. Mm-hmm. And so my, my question is, did you hit it or did you use your your hands to wrestle an arm loose because of RP reasons? Or did you just not realize what kind of sword you had? Um so I did it for RP reasons, mainly because like my thought for the character was that if if this disembodied armor is going to be attacking me, mm-hmm. then if I just get rid of the armor, mm. then it will simply pass through me. That's and true. it will not actually attack me because I was like, oh, if I try to hit it with my sword it's just gonna go right through it because it's an ethereal being and it's like a ghost um otherwise i'm just attacking armor and that's not gonna do anything so (laughs) put the sword away rip off the armor spread it out throw it down the well that's in the middle of the room and just be done with it yeah i i loved it uh I, i really really loved it i was just curious uh, if it was bec- uh, if, if it was one of the other, if there was a specific thought behind it, um, but but I, I just really loved the idea uh, because you know I, I mean the thing we talked about it while there it's really odd <laughs> that because one of them has uh, uh, Amanda has a dog. How mm-hmm. the hell does the dog attack an uh, uh, you know a metal plated armor mm-hmm. by biting it? It doesn't really make sense, but you know it's the D, so we're just <laughs> rolling with it. But how does that work? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. And it was interesting because, one, I didn't even think about the sword. Um, hmm. So it's not like, oh, let me look at my sword and think about it. Um, that wasn't even a thought. Like, I didn't hmm. even... All I was thinking in the sense of, it's a spooky thing that I can't really see. Yeah. And I, I really have never gone up against, like any wraith or ethereal type creatures in D D, mm. like in any of my previous campaigns so i had no idea like how attacking it really worked no um so i just went after the physical part that i could see yeah makes sense makes sense um if i would have really thought about it i'm pretty sure like 
paladin stuff could have happened, but like, <laughs> but um, I, I enjoyed kind of just getting in that moment and just doing that little bit. Yeah, and it seems like next um, tomorrow uh, when we are playing, uh, it seems like we we might have a little fight with a young black dragon. Um, yes, I am interested to see how this goes. Um, mainly because I've always thought of like dragons as being something that high level players go up against. Yeah. Um, not necessarily like fledgling adventurers, which if in, if you're starting a campaign, um, with a group of characters and your early levels, like one to 10 or so, like you're still really learning the game and mm. you're learning the characters. And it just seems like something that is beyond what, um, what those characters might be capable of. So, yeah. um, when the idea was brought up to my character, um, I rolled for it and I said that my character knew stuff about dragons. So, um, I really played into that and, um, my character, Grenard the Paladin, did not want anything to do with the dragon. Mm. Nope, nope, nope. Did not care that they said it was a young black dragon. Um, nope. Apparently, my character knew a little bit about dragon uh, dragon lore and mm. knew that this thing spits acid and is evil in nature and just is a bit of a menace. And I was like, I'm like no that's not the quest we're on like the quest <laughs> is not to like liberate this place of a dragon like we've got what we came for let's just take it and leave mm. like why put ourselves in a in the risky chance of of getting the entire entire party wiped and obviously if marty's doing stuff as dm that he shouldn't be doing giving us buffs and shit <laughs> <laughs> to try to prep us for the battle um, I did. But... I, I gave you some temporary hit points, which, which is just you know, I want to have fun as well. Let's just put it this way: I want to have fun <laughs> as well, but I don't want to straight up kill you um, yet. Um, Seems so like the party decided that <laughs> themselves. <laughs> so I was like, I'll, I'll give you some temporary hit points because it, it does mean that I could at least you know use the the dragons has like some abilities and I can which means I can basically use one of the abilities without risking to straight up kill you. Some of you might go unconscious because you know you still have not super much not a high um, health pool yet, mm -hmm. but but. I would at least, you know, not straight up kill you. So that that was my my, my main concern. So that was me being nice towards you, you guys. Uh, see, but I it, was like, you should straight up kill us. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you know what. I, it doesn't mean that I don't want that. I don't that I won't use the full kit of of mm -hmm. the dragon because the thing is, a dragon is not just a dragon. It also has lair abilities. Mm -hmm. So the dragon, the dragon layer gives you three extra abilities that you can use, and I looked at that. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited for this!" So without spoiling too much, I made a few surprises for you guys because I took the fight as it is in the book and I changed it up a little bit. Um, I, I I went in and redid the map a little bit just to to um, 
I think the, the the map that you guys entered into was the original map from the books. I went mm-hmm. in and redid it, so it's actually a new map that when you when you're playing tomorrow that you guys will be playing in. So because I added a few small things to to the fight myself, so um, probably also because my character was making such a big fuss about it um, that I somehow managed to bring a raid party to the yeah. dragon's lair. So initially yeah. it was just going to be the party, and I was like. Um, my character is very against that idea of four adventurers that fireballs could not hit their targets and lightning is just being spout out in different directions <laughs> said yeah i don't think we're ready for that and if these people want us to help us help them then the only way i'm going is if they bring like whatever they can bring yeah so you convinced those npcs to join in which you know Sure, fine. Now I at least have one character I could give to Tom, but it also means that I have a lot of characters I need to play next week. So thank you for that, Mike. <laughs> it's not like I have a lot of stuff going on already. You could have easily like role played it and said no. I could have, but I just wanted to do the dragon fight, and it seems like that was the only way to convince you to go. So you know, it, here, it we, here we are. Pretty much was. Here we are. <laughs> But no, I think it's I think it's fun. I think that's 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 the indie in a nutshell, you know. That sure you have this scenario set up, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, someone decides to do something else or change change the aspect a little bit, and you know, then you just adapt to it. Mm-hmm. And I had so much fun just looking in this fight and be like, how can I first of all make sure that I don't straight up kill you all in round number one. Um, but still make sure that everyone can have some fun with this and uh, maybe you have to flee it, it is an option I, d- I did say already in mm-hmm. you know very first uh, uh, a session that we did fleeing is an option remember that it, it's okay to flee and, and, and be like alright we, we, we couldn't do it um, mm-hmm. it's it's an option to don't get yourself killed um, so so yeah who knows I, I, I yeah I mean, tomorrow Tomorrow we'll know. Tomorrow we'll know how everything goes. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I have a few surprises for you as well. So I'm, I'm just looking forward. I, you know what? I've been waiting. When I went to bed on Sunday after we had our session, I couldn't sleep because my <laughs> brain just went in D&D mode. And I was just thinking about this encounter and stuff I could do. So you know what? I've been waiting for tomorrow since Sunday. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm so, so, so excited. I cannot wait. Out of character, I want some of the characters to die for their... Just for their, um... For their nonchalance attitude. (laughs) You know what? I can promise you one thing. Of all the characters, PCs and NPCs that went into that cave, some of them will die. Oh yeah, I will promise you that some of them will die. <laughs> um, I was just like, "All right, looks like we're all going to be creating new characters for Marty's." Uh, <laughs> what's it called? His one-off, or not his one-off, but your your homebrew one, right? Because after mm. after we finish up this bit um, and we do our return to town scenario and all that stuff. Um, if I'm correct, we're moving on to your first Oh, you're going back to town? Home... You think oh. you're going back to town? Okay, well, sh- <laughs> I fine. am. I am. <laughs> um, but, uh, that dragon yeah, will take a... you places. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a homebrew adventure after this, right? There is. There is. Uh, a small 
just a small thing. Um, I also think that the, if we were going to go to the next dungeon, I think that's level 5, uh, and you are far from level 5 now that I actually got all the XP gains correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah. Um, it is a little bit of something I wanted to do. It's an inspiration I got from, from Critical Role, obviously, because it's something they did in there. Um, so, but, but I, I actually tried to make a small little cool story around it so so yeah i don't know because every time i think that we'll get some to a certain point then we never get to it but i think we might actually maybe tomorrow get to at least the starting point where this mm. thing starts off um but yeah i don't know we'll see maybe, maybe the, the 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 dragon fight will take three hours and we won't get anywhere so you know i have been i've been wrong before about how long things actually take <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'm looking forward to it all. I'm looking forward to the fight. I'm looking forward to what might come after. Um, I've been having fun, and I want that fun to continue. Yeah, I've, I've had so much fun as well, just figuring all this, this, these things out and and just making... Because the thing is that now that I, w- I was like, you know what, these characters, I might as well... You know, the, the characters that you convinced to, to go join, I might as well. They, they are sort of fleshed out in the book, but they don't have, you know... Or they don't have abilities and stuff like that so I actually went in and were like alright what would this character what class would it be and made actual you know, character sheets for them mm-hmm. and things like that so now I have all the three uh, uh, dwarves or, or durgers um, uh, that are helping you actually have proper character sheets for them mm-hmm. and, and it also make it you know because we, we do use D&D Beyond and the extension and roll 20 so it will make you know rolling damage and stuff faster because I can just click in the character <laughs> sheets and stuff like that and Kitty agrees <laughs> Kitty agrees that that's super way to do it um, so yeah so no I, I really I, I, I just really love flexing that part of my brain where I'm like I have to figure things out for story reasons and figure out mm-hmm. you know all, all these things so, so yeah really really enjoying it looking forward to it it's like the highlight of the week and it's so weird because you know it's Sunday evening it's like the evening before you go to work it's like normally at time I'm like oh I don't it's Sunday evening I need to go to work soon sort of feeling which is just gone now now it's like oh goody it's Sunday evening why is it not Sunday evening earlier yeah see we're starting the week off on the right foot exactly exactly alright well I think that that's all I have for now yeah, I think so too, because if I talk more about it, then I will get into spoiler territory, and we don't want that. No. Um, Alright, well, we have made it through yet another episode, and it's perfect timing too, because I think um, Selena's going to be leaving here soon, and I want to be able to see her out the door, because she's going to get her second vaccine shot. Ooh, so you're both um, vaccinated. Um, we will both be vaccinated, yes. Um, nice. Which will be a good time. And... Yep. So that'll be it for us. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming by. We really appreciate it, whether you were in the live stream or if you're listening to this after it is posted. Thank you for coming by for another episode, and we hope to see you in the next one. And until then, you can contact us if you'd so like to by emailing the show at more at gmail.com. You can find us over on Twitter at more with the number two in the front there. Or you can check out the website more.com which has this episode as well as all of our previous episodes Um, be sure to give them a listen if you like what we do otherwise we'll see you in the future thank you bye bye this show is brought to you by dragon powered studio
Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. Thank <laughs> you.